Open the laptop to type. I put my name into Skype. Some blog we're going to hype. And now they're on the pod. We're talking football and things happening in wrestling rings. But you just ask which one sings. You're listening to the pod. Don't tell your parents. Vandenberg killed the Barons. Is it time to fire Ferrens? Ask the scout.com at baby. You're listening to a sonic bomb blast of stats and dick jokes. Black Heart Gold Podcast. Totally amateurish. Not even broadcast. Sometimes in Spanish. Black Heart Gold Podcast. You hear the ice cubes in our rocks glass. We don't even edit. Black Heart Gold Podcast. There aren't that many words that rhyme with podcast. Let's start the interview. Black Heart Gold Podcast. Black Heart Gold Podcast, episode 91, Hate Week Part 2. And by that I mean it's the second Hate Week in September, which I'm really running out of hate. Um, Pat Vin here, joined by an eclectic mix for tonight's show. Um, our, our old uh, enemy, I won't even say friend because... He's a Minnesota fan and therefore an asshole. Uh, MV from FBT, Fringe Bowl team, the excellent Minnesota blog, um, joining us. Uh, Matt, what's going on? May all of your lawns be filled with salt and everything in Iowa City die. <laughs> what's up, Ben? You do realize we're in a massive drought right now. We don't even need the salt. Nothing here at all. Well, then we'll just continue to Harvey Updike everything. There you go. Um, we're, we're also joined tonight by uh, Paradigm Shift 35, the purveyor of Throw the Flag blog. Paradigm uh, provides us with a lot of uh, video. He's the one who got us the airbag clip and uh, yeah. um, is a, a certain, certainly a friend of the pants, but he's also the son of a Gopher alumnus. And, and, and while Gator himself has something to add to this conversation. Paradigm, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. I'm offspring of the Big Ten. I've the, you know, the body, the, the genetics of the Big Ten, so I'd like to embrace it. You need to talk slower. It's the Big Ten. We don't go very fast. Oh, sorry. I'm used to no, speed. Sorry. I'm kidding. You're fine. I am the um, offspring of the Big Ten. There you go. You know, we'll get it real there's, there's probably some references to molasses that need to be stated too. And if you like, old, if you like old model cars and ships and bottles, then you'd fit in well here. Well, that's right. I have a joke right now, but it's it's too fast for you guys because SEC speed. You know. Go ahead, try it. See if I care. Nah, I'm done. It's cool. All right, all right. <laughs> the, joke was, the joke was that fast. We couldn't we couldn't defend it. Did you even hear it? Yeah, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, let's let's talk Iowa, Minnesota. First off, uh, MV, uh, go fuck yourself. And second, ginger quarterback, expound. Yes, it, uh, <laughs> we we do field a daywalker as a quarterback. Uh, he, he will, in fact, try and steal the souls of your cover two umbrella secondary. Uh, prepare for the reaping, and yeah. If you don't get blinded, you're, you're no longer going to get blinded by our shimmering helmets. But when he does take his helmet off on the sideline, you probably are going to want to uh, avert your eyes. I think we it's have like more than one ginger, too, on the team, not just Matt. 
I, you know what? Yeah. It's Minnesota. If you had any less than three gingers, you wouldn't be doing it right. This is true. We also, I mean, the fact that we have a ginger quarterback is even more delicious by the fact that we have, we field nothing but white speed receivers now. All of our receivers are white. <laughs> what we call the Jerry Kill effect. Oh, oh, this is true. I mean, when you have a head coach that looks like your mascot, <laughs> it really is. I mean, he had to walk into that interview, and Maturi goes, "That's perfect, <laughs> right?" I mean, you're our guy. I, I think Maturi just the fact that Jerry Kill even returned his call was all that he needed. I mean, Maturi <laughs> didn't really have much to pick from because he's Joel Maturi and he's a fuckwad. So <laughs> he's going to be the idiot in Nebraska by the end of the week. So he is going to be the idiot in Nebraska, and that's going to be hilarious. I think we really do need to have a groundswell, a grassroots campaign to get Maturi hired at Nebraska because that would just be too perfect. I mean, can you can you imagine having the conversations between Polini and him? It would just be exquisite. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um paradigm. Uh yeah. have you had any, have you had any chance to watch Minnesota at all this year? Yes, I have. Um they're they're actually pretty impressive so far. Like I know they went to three overtimes against like UNLV. But, um yeah. And like New Hampshire, Western Michigan, and Syracuse, which I know aren't powerhouses, but you know now they face this like huge test against Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a huge test, right? Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, like Kirk parents like just hate scoring points, so I don't. You know, if you know, I'm a betting man. Let's just not lie here, like. Got hundreds of dollars on games this weekend. I'm not touching this game. I will not touch this game at all. You're not going to touch Iowa minus six? Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Even like, I might get on that. Like, tell me on some. Like, I've, I've uh, researched the stats, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but um, why, are you, why are you hesitant to get involved, even though Iowa's 2-2 two and two and a, nearly a touchdown favorite against <laughs> the Hayden Minnesota Gophers? <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't trust this lifestyle. I don't understand it. I mean, my family's all B one G, but like, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. I, I, I can't get it. You know what? I, I will say, if I were a betting man, I would absolutely whatever the under is, I would take the under in this game. Yeah. I think that's probably a pretty good move. There's maybe um, eleven points total scored in this game. Now I gotta look it up because I think we absolutely have to know. But yeah, it's a game that that's destined to end at about nine to six, which is why. Oh, yeah, that. Well, which was which is why uh, last night I told uh, the Daily Gopher it would end thirty four thirty one. I think it oh. thirty three to two, like like the official every day over under day two. Over under, believe that believe that over under started at forty four and a half. Has moved up two points. It is forty six and a half. That's impossible. This this defies the laws of physics, and we have a rocket scientist on our uh, on this podcast, so he can confirm. <laughs> I'm not smart though. I'm like I never said I was a good rocket scientist. I'm just a rocket scientist. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I think at the end of the day, just being a rocket scientist probably gets you enough. Oh, I mean, right, cool. even the worst rocket scientist is still a fucking rocket scientist. Yeah, you get a severe benefit of the doubt on that one. You're like the worst <laughs> doctor that graduates from medical school. You still end up being a fucking doctor. Oh, I love that joke. I hate it all the time. All right, let's talk about the over-under. Over, yeah. 46.5. Under, 46.5. Minnesota <laughs> U is favored by plus, well, not favored, but Minnesota U is plus seven. Iowa, minus seven. Here's my useless stats of the night. Go back to your sports commentary from someone who actually knows <laughs> football. <laughs> Uh, MV. Okay, let's. So, is there first off? Is there any chance that Jerry Kill is pulling a fast one on us, and Hawkeye Killer Marquise Gray shows up for this game anyway? Not unless that he went over to Europe and got some experimental blood platelet transformation that Brandon Roy and Kobe and all these other NBA athletes decided to get to feel, you know, to fill their hold their knees filled with. A, 10,000 microfracture holes. Uh, yeah, he's not going to play at all. He's got a high ankle sprain. It looked like he tore his ACL when we first saw it uh, against Western Michigan. So, yeah, he's not going to play. So we're going to have to hope that Max Shortell is the sole reaper that we all think he is. And uh, and he's going to have to – we're going to have to muster on without Marquise. I mean, it's, it's a damn shame because we know that Iowa just refuses to recover anybody – who t- tends to run for the quarterback position. In, well, this is why I'm happy. Insert, it's, insert it's, Steel Jance image here. Steel <laughs> Jance? Oh, this, is, this is why I'm happy because Gray, 45 carries, season for 234 yards, including a 75-yard touchdown run. Short Al is 10, for, 10 runs for 15 yards. And, yes, I'm going to keep saying it like Shorty. <laughs> Short Al. Um, with a long of 13. I will give him that. He has a long of 13. Um, Damn, Danell Kirkwood. NCAA and their sack stats. Yes, Danell Kirkwood, man or Superman? Uh, I'm gonna go demigod on this one. Uh, <laughs> I, he's a, I think he's been carved at it. He went from being a fat back the last two years, and he <laughs> something over the off season where he I put down the the, the super size meals or something, but he looks actually pretty pretty cut up now. He's looking slightly. Maurice Jones Drewish, that's been the comparison on BTN and places. I don't necessarily buy that because Maurice Jones Drew is good in, in the NFL. And Mar- I don't think that Kirk was quite at that level. But uh, yeah, he, he's been pretty good. He's been a surprise this, this fall and uh, definitely a lot better than the running backs we've had. That we feel was, definitely, was definitely a lot better than the backs you've got behind him. Yeah. If the numbers actually say anything. I mean, Gillum has not been particularly great, although he did have one touchdown run. Um, but let's talk about the thing that everybody wants to talk about because it is – it's Iowa, it's Minnesota, it's where white-speed receivers go to thrive. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our white-speed receivers are based. <laughs> they, Thank it, you. Thank you, white-speed receiver guy. <laughs> yes. All of, all of the based white – Speed guys, yeah. Actually, uh, uh, I didn't believe Kill when he said throughout fall camp that AJ Barker, former walk-on white speed receiver, was the steal of the camp and the guy that had the best fall camp. I'm like, no, there's no way. He's just saying this to kind of you know push somebody ahead of him. But 
Lo and behold, he's put like fourth in the Big Ten in receiving yards. He has four touchdowns. He's, I think, second or third in yards per catch. He's been a pleasant surprise. But then we also have a bunch of other walk-ons slash should have been walk-ons that receive a scholarship, like Isaac Frickty, Derek Ingle. Uh, Devin Crawford Tufts is a half-white speed receiver, so I don't know if that counts. Um, yeah, it's just I, I can't believe all of our receivers are white, and they're surprisingly good. There. Um, obviously, Barker's been the real surprise so far. 14 catches, 283, four touchdowns. Um, it, obviously, from then on, they've been spreading the ball around. Since Shortell took over, sorry, Shortell, um, has it been has he been focusing on Barker more than Gray was, or is it still death by a thousand white speed receivers? I think he tried a little bit too much to go bizarro Randy ratio to Barker uh, against Syracuse, and <laughs> it ended up resulting in a number of deflections or and or almost getting him killed because he would try to put it into like the tightest of NFL windows and he would just get blasted by a safety. So I think he I think he trusts them a little bit too much. There's trying they're trying to be too much Weber Decker synergy going on there, which uh, is not going to happen because Eric Decker was a, a beast. But yeah, he's been spreading the ball around a little bit more. I mean, when you have receivers that are all relatively the same level of competence, it probably best you're probably best suited to stop focusing on throwing to the the one A wide speed receiver and just kind of go with all of the rest of them, because we do have all of the wide-speed receivers. Yes. They are everywhere, and they are unstoppable. Um, defensively, uh, Minnesota's been pretty solid so far, 300, just over 300 yards a game. Um, scoring defense, top half of the conference. Is it is it stopping the run, stopping the pass, combination of the two? Where, where are the strengths of the defense, and where should Iowa be picking them apart? Well, I think as if Iowa's offense could actually pick them. Well, apart. I think we're going to have to. I'm breaking protocol here because the last two Black Heart Gold podcasts featuring Minnesota have have, uh, have been a lot of sandbagging on the Minnesota team. So I think I'm going to have to start right here. <laughs> you know, we really played a really weak schedule, guys. Guys, <laughs> quarterbacks that are just all of the shit. Right, and, you know, right. Nick, Nick Sherry is was awful for UNLV. He shouldn't even have been starting. Then you have Nassib. I, I, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what to think of Nassib as a guy who's supposedly a third or fourth round pick in the NFL draft. That probably uh, that probably tells you a lot about the current crop of NFL or NFL right. draft worthy quarterbacks right. for this particular. Stand back class. all quarterbacks to help your cause. Go ahead. Yes, this is what we're doing here. Yeah, uh, Alex Carter, <laughs> record setting guy for Western Michigan. I don't think. I don't think he's all that good either. You know, I know he uh, he struggled against Illinois and struggled against us. I think the guy just plain old sucks. And then you have New Hampshire. I mean, those guys gave up what seven thousand yards to Old Dominion. I mean, they're you know they're not any good. So I mean, this, this that's what's really been about. We just have played really really bad teams. Right. Right. Sure. That's exactly what the problem has been. Yep. Um, because Iowa's played a juggernaut of a schedule so far. If Minnesota had played Iowa's schedule, we'd be one and three right now. I mean, there's no, right. there's not a chance that we would have beat Central Michigan or <laughs> or Northern Illinois and Chicago. I mean, that's a home game for those guys, right up the road. It, it technically was. We had to deal with with Mac TV cameras. 
Ooh, do you have Mac referees too? We've had Mac referees in every game. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a protocol for us. Did you have a They're camera following one of your uh, players? Because that happened last year. Last year, yes, we did have a camera fall on Marvin McNutt. We have not had that happen yet this year. Yeah. But it really is only a matter of time before the machines rise up and try to take out a halfback. Yeah. Well, Terminator 3 is real, so whatever. Well, those cords, <laughs> I was surprised he didn't get decapitated. That, that was a complete final destination move waiting to happen. You, you oh, know yeah. it was. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean it, it, there's going to come a time where those overhead, ca- those overhead ESPN cameras when you think Greg Garman, just when he's beaten the, you know, the airbag curse, he just comes in and just lops the head off. Then, then you know it's even more real. It's, gotta be one of the, it's a, it's a final destination quick kill because they, they alternate. Yeah. It's the elaborate kill and then the quick out of nowhere kill. It's a quick kill. Someone will die. Yes. That's that's what, uh, I think that's pretty much the next step for air, airbag. There's really it's the only thing that's left, and I don't need, I don't really want him like laugh at it. Because then if it happens, I'm the worst person on earth. Oh, but, yeah. Well, gonna... we already know this. I mean, you're an Iowa fan, so. Well, exactly. So, <laughs> um, Paradigm, uh, have you talked to your dad about this game at all? Yeah, totally. What's up? What, what is, what's your dad have to say about his thoughts on Gopher Hawkeye? Like, my dad is, like, kind of the type of dude who would never release his name or what type of company he works for because he's, like, so high up. Like, Humble brag, I know. <laughs> like, you know. But it's like a head rocket scientist? And, uh, yeah, actually has nothing to do with, like, what. He actually, like, every time I tell him what I do, he's like, gosh, you guys just waste our tax dollars. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we totally do. Like, I mean, like, I could, I could talk for hours. I'm just like, what a waste of a, of a life. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have a no politics rule, right? <laughs> um, did I say a politician's name? I did not. I'm just saying no, you're wasting just... your tax dollars. But um, <laughs> I, I got a proposition for you guys. Are you guys interested? Uh, sure. All right. We'll, um, we'll see where this goes. Oh, yeah. Let's let's make bad decisions. Let's get weird. Um, uh, we. I'm I'm currently I may be on a website, an offshore website. Um, that shows Minnesota U versus Iowa, and I could take plus seven um, Minnesota or minus seven Iowa, or the under forty six point five. I'm kind of thinking taking the under. Yeah, I think you take the under. I think you definitely have to take the under on this one. All right, well, uh, hundred fifty bucks in the under. That'll work. Onward and upward. Onward. American tax dollars at work. America. That's right. Oh, well, no. <laughs> they ain't tax dogs, but they America. Uh, like fist bumps. Yeah, that's cool. But, uh, Bourbon. Bucks on the under. MV. Yes. Where do you see this thing going? I see this ending either in a. I could see a comet raining down from the sky and vaporizing everything because it's 2012. <laughs> And if Minnesota yeah. were somehow to beat Iowa in in Iowa City for the first time since 1999 and start 5-0 and and have one of the better defenses in the conference and have a competent coach, I think that would definitely, definitely be a sign of the Mayan apocalypse. I mean, there's, there's really no other explanation that makes sense. 
we would just go. If I, we just skip straight from competent coach, miracle hire to apocalypse. Only explanation. If I see John Cusack driving a limo, <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of town. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I think uh, I think this is going to be like every Iowa Minnesota game recently, in which Ferentz has I, which Ferentz has basically Ferentz himself. In oh, that, this isn't just for Minnesota games, by the way. <laughs> this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I think, again, I'm going to have to go with the under on this one. I don't see how any of the, how either team wins by more than three or four points. Really, I really don't. I've gone back and forth on this a million times. So I drank a bunch of bourbon. You know, I started envisioning the stats. I'm like, you know, man, I, I, I watched Central Michigan. And I thought to myself, hmm. If Central Michigan was able to do this, and they have a guy named Radcliffe and not uh, Lefevre, a quarterback, and he threw for about a billion <laughs> yards, yep. and they, Iowa seemed helpless to stop it, and Vandenberg couldn't hit any of his receivers against like the worst Mac defense ever, then yep. in my drunken stupor, I thought, well, man, maybe if we if everything comes into play, this could be a blowout. And then I realized that shit never happens. Minnesota <laughs> never gets that lucky. It, it's always a fucking struggle with everything that we do. So I, I can't really pick it. I, I, it's going to be a three to four point margin either way. But I will say that Minnesota is going to win because you guys have dick breath. Well, fuck off. Well, then, well, then you're going to say Minnesota wins by three or four. Yes, Minnesota wins by three or four and go fuck yourself. Okay. Yes. Paradigm. Yo. Where you come down on this thing? What, what what are you? First off, you're taking the under. Are you taking the spread? Oh, I totally took the under at like forty six point five. Just put hundred fifty dollars on it for entertainment purposes only. And, right. Um, virtual dollars. Yeah, Internet virtual dollars. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. And uh, like, let's make bad decisions. You know, like let's get together and just like do crazy shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Iowa Minnesota is all about. Fear and loathing in Iowa City. I mean, we're going to yeah. have some ether, some mescaline. I mean, uh, I wouldn't comment on that, but my position would not allow me to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with MV on the, the close game. I think it's going to be, it's going to be tight either way. I do think Minnesota's got the better team, but it's Iowa City and weird stuff happens. So you out know, of pure faith, I'm going to have to disagree with MV. Like, no, no matter how much like I like MV. Like I, I kind of think I was like more talented. Uh, everyone's gonna like hate me. Wow, wow. Dad is gonna disown you for this. Uh, You're on the block list now, Paradigm. I've, I've been blacklisted before. I've been told you know a lot of stuff and kicked out of bars. <laughs> kicked out of class. Your joints and this, but uh, you know, I'm gonna give your opinion. You know, I'm not. No worries. Uh, so you think Iowa wins a blowout? I did not say that. I was not done. But no okay. worries. Um, I think I think Iowa might pull it out. I just don't think that they're you know both teams are going to score forty six point five, and uh, I think that's my stance. I mean, <laughs> twenty seventeen. <laughs> I mean, like Vandenberg killed a bear. He killed a bear. Like, and he hasn't completed a pass since. <laughs> yeah, but he killed a bear. <laughs> he took him, like, right between those baby blues, and he went, boom! And 
You know who would really love the fact that James Vandenberg killed a bear, but he obviously can't relish in it for very obvious reasons. It's Tim Bruce. It's Tim Brewster. We love that. Go fight, try, win, kill bear. Yeah. He, yeah. He would definitely compliment James Vandenberg on not bringing, you know, a pellet gun to kill the bear. He would tweet something about James Vandenberg killing a bear with like 17 exclamation points in it. Yep. And it would. It, then he would. Then he would tweet to Pat Royce and then delete the tweet and say, I don't know what happened. Right, Fat Pat. Fat Pat. Hey, did you, kill a, did you kill a bear, Fat Pat? Exclamation point, exclamation point, one, exclamation point, the word one, exclamation point. Well, you all know why. I had to <laughs> delete a lot of tweets, um, unfortunately, because of my position. It sucks, but whatever. Right, rocket scientist. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, boys, well. Um, I got to, unfortunately, I got to roll, so I, I can't say it too much longer, but I, I will tell all of our listeners, uh, first off, catch uh, Fringe Bowl team blog, even though they're the worst people on the planet. <laughs> Understood. And, and catch Throw the Flag blog, even though they're the, the offspring of the worst people on the planet. Yep. And uh, uh, Paradigm, your dad, and MV, you yourself, go straight to fucking hell for the next five days. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I will bathe uh, in Hawkeye blood or just do something else very, really weird and not conducive to anything productive you know, the over last the week. Time, the last time you guys tried to bathe in Hawkeye blood, we ended up with Floyd. So This is true. I'm just saying. All right, boys. Have a good night. Thanks again. Right. Thanks, Vince.